0: Dude, 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 we love you. One of the part this is, I can't. Who's who's who are you, dude?
1: Rash Dog Radio coming at you live on MP3 from high on a hill above beautiful Lake Washington. My name is Lestro and with me as always is the Guru.
0: Yes sir, yes sir, yes sir, yes sir.
1: And you know how this goes. We're here to talk a little trash on the weeks we're in the sports. I don't know anybody except the Guru. And the Guru knows all.
0: Man, I know just a little something something, man. Just a little something, man.
1: It is episode number 84, and Guru, it's a whole new league as Kawhi drops the bomb nobody except me expected and swings Paul George to the LA Clippers in the deal. How did they pull this off? What does this mean for the Lakers, the Thunder, the Western Conference, and the league? And with no real super teams out there, who's got the best duo right now? Then the big question, Guru, who you got for the next year's parade? Then, The U.S. Women's National Team is the World Cup champions, and Megan Rapinoe is the new president, I think. What is the legacy of this team, Guru, going forward? Plus, you know we got a two-minute drill. Trash Talk Radio, episode number 84. Let's roll. (laughs) Guru, it is good to see you, my man. Good to be back after the uh, July 4th break uh how you doing brother man i am living the dream don't
0: you pinch me man don't you pinch me
1: i am uh, i am raring to go here we got so much nba to talk about uh an entire uh, just this week everything changed but uh we were away for a week i hope everybody out there had a great july 4th uh guru we got together actually on july 4th anyway up at the park thanks for having the family out for a barbecue
0: yeah, yeah, the Guru got to get on that grill, man, you know, get that grill marination, do the do, do the right thing on the 4th. That's what we do, man, on that 4th.
1: I'll tell you what, let uh, nobody say that Guru can't fucking grill, because that <laughs> boy put together some great chicken and some good steaks. Uh, really good, uh, really good food up there on the park on July 4th. Uh, guru, while you were manning the grill, I I got to tell you, I had little Lestro, and he wanted to go watch some of the guys on the basketball court over there. So we went to watch uh, on the court. And it's been a while since I've been over watching uh, uh, basketball in a park. Like, I-, I haven't watched any really, so I don't know if this is a West Coast thing, but I noticed something out there. The game has changed even on the park courts. Now, this just might be because I'm East Coast, and where I've seen it, it was a lot of iso ball and guys wanting to dunk and drive in, and I'm going to take you to the hole, and I'm going to it was all warrior style oh, pop and shoot man. three pointer like like everybody wanted to be a splash <laughs> brother out there right now. The game has changed, man. It was I, it, I didn't know what to make of it.
0: Yeah, the game has definitely changed because us East coasters, you know what it is. We're more defensive mindset. You know what? It's more about me stopping you. Then, you, then me even scoring a point. Like, I'm going to make sure I stopped you and let you know that I stopped
1: you. That's right. It's <laughs> iso ball yeah. on the playground. Yes, it's sir. me against you. No fouls,
0: dog. The ball don't lie. No fouls. It's until somebody's bleeding.
1: Now, I'll tell you something. Somebody called a foul when I was uh, coming through with... Uh, you don't with never call that. a
0: foul on a three in a playground. That's, That's ev- illegal.
1: Everybody was complaining. They were like, what, are you out of your mind? They're like, well, <laughs> they called it. You got to respect the foul. <laughs> That's a, you're on a, I, that was like a three-point. It wasn't even a three-point. It was just inside the line. The only time you get a foul in the, in the
0: streets... Ball in street ball is when you go to the hole. Right, you don't get a foul in nothing else, but you go to the hole, man.
1: And if you're calling a foul, you're doing it because you're picking up your teeth. <laughs> you know, like I got a, a foul, man. Come on, you got to be me shot, right. off the dude. But Guru, uh, it is uh that is the the new NBA game, I think. So it is uh bled over the playgrounds and uh the new NBA game. Well, is, put it like
0: this: it might not, it might be the new NBA game, but it don't necessarily mean it's a championship game because we know one guy. That still shooting that mid-range. That was mid-ranging it, taking it to the
1: hole in it. We know that guy, and we know who he is. <laughs> <laughs> well, he uh, started off free agency, but who ended free agency was, uh, was the man who pulled it all together. Didn't say, you know who I am, but did all those things anyway, was Kawhi Leonard. Uh, and Guru, let's, let's just get into this, because we got a whole bunch of NBA to talk about. Let's get right down to it. Last Friday, uh, the bomb dropped. The other shoe, if you will, from this, uh, from this NBA offseason uh, off finally dropped when Kawhi Leonard announced at like 11 o'clock West Coast time uh, on a Friday.
0: I was up too, man.
1: I wasn't. I was already, I'd already gone down. I woke up to it in the morning. Uh, like, uh, like the East Coast, that uh, he was going to the L.A. Clippers. And not only was Kawhi Leonard going to play for the L.A. Clippers, he had worked a deal to get Paul George to join him at the Staples Center to wear the red and blue uh, for the L.A. Clippers. Remade the whole league in one night. Guru, how did they pull this off without anybody knowing? That's, Except me. <laughs>
0: I, that's one thing I want to know. That should be that question. In fact, I'm going to answer that question by asking you this question. show you are the only person, the only person that I knew that even all even the, the rhetoric – all of the rhetoric that was on the local medias and the national medias, all the pundits, all the opinion heads like myself, you were the only one that stuck ground and said, Kwai is going to the Clippers. you like, no fucking way. I remember a quote. you like, no fucking way is he going to the Lakers. No He's fucking way. There is no fucking way. There is no fucking way. You were adamant about it. And I looked at oh, you well, like, man, man. Lestro, well, is he high? What's wrong with him? But I guess I was the one I needed a drug test. Tell the world what did you notice that we all didn't notice?
1: Well, Guru, I uh, I'm glad you uh, I'm glad you mentioned that. As uh, as we all know, I uh, not only did I pick the Raptors, the only one to pick the Raptors to uh, to win the title this year. I also correctly called Kawhi Leonard going to the LA Clippers uh, because there was no fucking way and I don't want to gloat or anything, but <laughs> I just I, I would... <laughs> No, I think uh, it's real simple, Guru. I've been uh, I thinking about this. How did I know? It's easy. It's because we're both Vulcans. Uh, that, is, uh, that is why. I, you know I've been saying this through this playoffs. I love Kawhi Leonard. He's
0: my favorite. He's been your new favorite guy. Your guy right now, man. The Cornwall Sniper himself, That's man. That's exactly
1: the board man himself. I've been. Uh, uh, this postseason has really sort of like made me realize. I, I love him as a player and as a guy. Uh, and and I just he's a Vulcan. He is. He's logical. He's quiet. He does his thing. And this move to LA was the most logical move, Guru. Not only. Not only that. This is what he told us he was going to do. He told us this last year. He came to the Spurs and he was like, uh, "I'm gonna play for the uh, the LA Clippers." <laughs> Uh, So you should trade me there. And they said, no, you're not. We have you under contract for another year. And he said, "Uh uh-huh, uh-huh. When that contract ends... I'm gonna play for the LA Clippers. <laughs> and they said, but we can give you more money. And he said, Uh huh. I'm gonna play for the LA Clippers. I wanna go home. And they said, Okay, we're gonna trade you to Toronto. And all he did you know, but before you
0: continue, not only did they trade him, but they trade him somewhere that you need a passport. <laughs> yeah. Like we're making sure we trying to get you like on the on the on the movies, you know, they'd send you all the way to like Timbuktu, you know, or Madagascar, you know, words like it's so far away that you like, this don't even exist. Right. It's you like, know with was, you, was need a, you need a boarding pass. A big old fuck you. Yeah. Uh, like,
1: "Oh, you want to be in Southern California."
0: And, and, and go freeze. Anything is it's a man with a cornrow, known our pigmentation. So he try to send you in the coldest
1: coldest place in the NBA possible. Have you been to Lake Ontario in the winter? <laughs> it is fucking cold, man. I've been up from that area. It is fucking cold up there. So, uh so he sends him there, and all Kawhi Leonard does is everything he's asked. He is the consummate professional. He puts everything into it. He puts his head down. He gets in with the new team. He gets in with the new scheme. He follows uh, all the, co- the, the coaches' patterns, the rules, everything, plays his ass off, wins them a title, fulfills the promise that he was brought in, and then everybody's like, what are you going to do? And he was like, I told you last year. I'm going to play for the L.A. Clippers. Everybody was like, "No, he's gonna play for the Lakers. He's gonna play for the Raptors." And Kawhi was just like, "Uh huh. It's the only logical move. He's not gonna be the number three guy on a team." This is what I said last week. He's not. He's Kawhi's not LeBron's understudy, and he's certainly not another clutch dude. So you know he's not coming in at the same level as uh, as AD with his New Balance sneakers out there. He's not. Uh, LeBron's not taking him in like as the number two. He's a. Uh, he's definitely L.A. On the other hand. Two max contract slots, sitting out there quiet, re-signing Pat Bev, keeping things together, got a nice core of that team, made it to the playoffs. They need a superstar to get him over the edge. It was the logical move. Now, I did not see Paul George coming. I uh, I will take uh, no credit for having any that, idea. That's
0: what I, that cornrow sniper, man. The cornrow sniper.
1: Out of nowhere. And uh, I uh, I just... Now. This is uh, this is the time, Guru. This uh, this was it resets the league because not only uh, does it reset the power balance in the Western Conference, making both LA teams now the, the Staples Center is the power center uh, uh, of of the Western Conference right now. It is the center of Dude, gravity. It's
0: it's amazing.
1: But not only that. It totally blows apart Oklahoma's uh, team. This was a team that has made the playoffs for, like, what, 10 years? Uh, They were uh, favored. If Paul George's shoulder doesn't fall off his body last year, they got a real shot at making a a run in the playoffs. This is a good team. Dust. Just uh, absolute. And now they're blowing it up and remaking everything. This is a league reset, Guru.
0: Yes, and it's all because of the guy, Kwai. So, now you brought that logic to us, and, <laughs> you know, that was beautiful. You know, good thing you weren't gloating. That was beautiful.
1: Yeah, I would never. I mean, I... All you, I drink is here and here and here, no matter what. There's also one other way I knew this, Guru, and this is really probably... Uh, Wojnowski never said he was going to the Lakers or the Raptors. He, he. Everybody else was like, oh, it's a lock, the Lakers. Oh, it's a lock, the Raptors. Woj never said shit. Uh, that they was taking the meetings and he was going forward, and I was like... If anybody's gonna know, it's gonna be Woj, and he never, uh, never well, said anything. But Woj didn't know either. No, Woj didn't know, but he also didn't know that and, it wasn't a lock. He was going to the Lakers, and that, you know what, Drake.
0: And, That's and I think Quiet. There's two things. I got two things to say about this. First, I want to talk about the Quiet side of things before I talk about the the front office side of things. Okay. So now the quiet side of things. You're absolutely right, and I didn't think logically. But Kawhi is not scared of LeBron. He's not. Don't want to care about being buddy buddy with LeBron. Kawhi him. is this. Yes. Kawhi is beating LeBron, so he don't care about all oh, engaging with LeBron. He comes from He has a different makeup for about himself. So he want to go to LA. I love that aspect. So basically, what Kawhi was saying is, okay, I know that I'm not scared of you, but I'm going to come to your city where you already established, even though it's quiet's front. That's his home you know, in a sense, but the king came to his home, you know what I mean? The, yeah, absolutely. He came to his home and took over in a sense. And then Quad now won the championship when he was all the way in the abyss. So now, Kawhi said, guess what? You all sent me to the abyss. I'm coming back, and I'm coming home, and I'm coming to take my kingdom because Kawhi believes he's the king, and the whole NBA world believes LeBron is the king. So now, not only is he saying, I want to be the king, but he's coming right at that home, side by side, every single night. So it's a battle for one kingdom. Two kings battling for one kingdom, and the face-off is right there now. It's like in boxing. They take the face-off. They're nose-to-nose. There's nowhere to run, nowhere to hide. Your crew versus my crew, now let's see who's going to be the king and who's going to be the best of all time. Because tell you the truth, this is about legacy for LeBron. This is going to kill LeBron's legacy if quiet due to unthinkable. Because what was going to make LeBron that, that extra umps was he was going to be one of the only guys to win three NBA championships with three different franchises. Now, Kawhi has Kawhi. that chance to win three different championships, and only that. But LeBron, guess what? He bought a championship to a city that never won one, right? Guess what Kawhi did? He bought a championship to a city, that, a country that never won one. So now, if he does it to Your a, a c- country, you know, if he does it to the clip, for the Clippers in L.A. that I've never won one, oh, lago. You know what that means? That means... LeBron is not going to be this. It's going to be a real talk. Who is better between LeBron and Kawhi? Forget Jordan. You better talk about LeBron and Kawhi if Kawhi succeed and whoever win the championship first.
1: Well, you know, I've been saying that uh, uh, I think Kawhi Leonard is. You know, I don't want to take anything away from LeBron, who is a fucking. He might be. He's probably the best basketball player. Number two, uh, Jordan. Kawhi, though, I think is probably the most complete basketball player that's out there. He plays every. Aspect of the game. In baseball, we'd call him a five tool player. You know, like he plays every aspect of the game very well. Now, it's hard to argue if he's great at any one aspect of the game. LeBron is great at a couple is aspects a of the game. He a great defender.
0: We saw what he did to Giannis. Well, he's Maybe, great maybe at, Kawhi yes. is a great, great. defender, yeah. a great defender. So that's... he's
1: built off that as his foundation, but he is just really good at every other aspect of the game and it makes him the most complete player. Uh and it's 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 a I love watching him play. He is just he's gotten better every year. Uh like he was a defensive player. He came in playing defense. Now he's a sniper he is a now he's the shooter he's the guy that's got the ball at the end of the game he's also passing off when he's got uh, too many people so Fred fucking van Vliet's pulling in 30 points a night you know like he's got
0: the, the one thing I noticed I'm um, quiet elevate the team. he elevate others he does He elevate you want we know LeBron makes others better because of his basketball IQ and all that I mean, you know Le, that's why LeBron gets veterans. Because he don't elevate in a sense, you know? He who knows basketball and he needs you, somebody who knows as his ment- mental partner in a sense. Le- Kawhi is like, you don't have to be physically or mentally in mind. I'm going to make you get to my level. LeBron says, I need guys that's already in my level for me to succeed. But Kawhi said, guess what? I'm going to bring you up to this level. I think that's a major distinguished difference.
1: I think that's a difference in their character though as well and I think that's part of Kawhi's sort of like quiet vulcanness, if you will is that he leads by putting his head down and doing you know what I mean like you're never going to catch him slipping uh, and so he's he's not a practice we talking well, practice I, hey. you know like I never I, I never see Kawhi getting in a press conference like like Iverson in that calculated it, yeah like he's never he's just uh, he's at practice he's putting in the time he's doing the work and the teammates see that and do that and He's so calm. I'm telling you, I I knew I was, what got me was the, you've lost two games. Uh, Where do you go from here? And his response was, we're going back to Toronto for game three. (laughs) That's the single greatest quote ever as far as I'm concerned. I looked
0: at him like, what do you mean? Yeah, like
1: I don't know if he was like, if if he didn't get the idiom, if he didn't understand the line, or if he was just being like, you know, a smart ass and giving it back like oh, I'm going to Toronto. Where do you think I'm going? And then you know they won four in a row or some shit. Uh, that is, that is the single greatest. That is to me. That was better than you know who I am. You know, like that was that was the line we were all talking about. Was you know who I am with KD and Kawhi was like, I'm going back to Toronto to get it done. You See, know, I love what Kawhi
0: did do because he did just another thing. Just to add on how he just want to be the king and showing LeBron, look, I'm coming for you. You know how he fucked the Lakers. <laughs> All
1: know? right, yeah, because we got we got to talk about this a little bit. We got to talk about the ripple effects yes. from the fucking Kawhi bomb that dropped everywhere. You know? uh, so let's start with the the closest fallout, the uh, the damage that got hit first. The the immediate shrapnel went across to the other locker room at the Staples Center. Is
0: it the same locker room?
1: I, I, it's got to be different because they got to have their own, <laughs> own locker rooms. There's got to be different locker rooms. Uh, but. Uh, went over across the hallway and just uh, blasted through the Lakers organization. Now, this is the battle L.A. What is the ripple effect through here uh, for the Lakers? I mean, they were. Oh, man. Their fans certainly fucking were counting on it.
0: And after, in retrospect now, I realized what was going on with why the decision took so long, Lestro. Because the back end of things was working. They quietly already made this decision. The Lakers didn't know that. You know, he was playing there like a fiddle. 100%. He already, basically what was happening was um, Sammy and, and Jerry West and, 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 and Bill Balmo, Steve Obama, what they were doing was trying to get what Kawhi's needs. So they were trying to get a, a, a trade together, and that's why Kawhi didn't make his decision so early. So it's like they were basically putting things together, and I was like, because we were all sitting like, what? what's going on? And the Lakers, what were they doing the whole time? Just letting the whole world know it's all about you, Kawhi. It's all about that. Then he make no distinguished move because they were waiting for what Kawhi is gonna do. And the whole time, and why they were waiting? All the other guys, the, the the first guy, first name target guy they wanted as free agency, they were getting picked up. They were getting signed. They were getting signed. So now they're down to plan B, C, and D. And Kawhi's like, guess what? I got my dogs.
1: Yeah, this free agency went like immediately, like it went at 6 p.m. on Sunday and all of a sudden everybody had fucking deals mm-hmm. except Kawhi. There were guys, teams hanging out to see what he would do. The Lakers were one of them and it strung them along. And uh, I, Ramona Shelburne at ESPN had a great article about uh, the back machinations and he was just stringing them along. He was, he was uh, 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 d- d- you know, setting up different meetings and moving meetings and the whole time working back channels to try and get another player yep. to... Uh, uh, to uh, L.A. with him as the Clippers. There were a couple of, uh, I heard a couple of other names that he floated with. The one that, I, I know he talked Jimmy Butler, but Jimmy Butler decided to go to Miami and be the man uh, as opposed to coming to L.A. and win titles with Kawhi because Jimmy Butler wants to win.
0: And, and only that, he's going to win. I, I see you L.A., but it ain't South Beach, man. Me and Jimmy <laughs> got, hey, man, we're suckers for that Latin, baby. That Latin, night. Hey, I feel you. You ain't going to. I don't want that LA Latin. I want that. I want that
1: Miami Latinas. <laughs> the different, different vibe down there different on, uh, on South flavor, Beach. Flavor, baby. Uh, but uh, but he talked to other guys and swung this deal. Now the first ripple effect is is the LA Lakers, who then actually went out and signed uh, Boogie Cousins. Uh, uh, and this is this sets up like there are no super teams. We thought the possibility, and this shifted the odds immediately because the Lakers were trying to put together one of these like three or four player super teams. And the closest they got now is they've got a uh, they've got LeBron and AD. I mean, those poor Laker fans. Only two of the top <laughs> what five six players in the game, and then they got Boogie Cousins, who a few years ago would have been considered one of those. But with the injury and the yeah, play. they got
0: a couple. I think they got Avery Bradley too. Did they did they pick up Avery Bradley?
1: Uh, I'm Avery Avery Bradley. I don't know, but they they uh the team they're putting together looks a lot like the uh the 2017 Pelicans with <laughs> LeBron is is essentially what they're trying to do. <laughs> I mean, I got Rondo again uh, is going to be
0: back. Playoff Rondo. You know how I feel about playoff Rondo. We I get know, Rondo right. in the playoff. We know what's going to happen.
1: And then they went out and signed uh, Danny Green, actually. Who is the other uh, domino looking to mm-hmm. fall from there uh, to come out to that team? Meanwhile, the the Clippers roster is just as equally stacked. They've got uh, with with Patrick uh, Beverly. They got Landry Shamet. Uh, Landry Shamet down there. Who they got from the Sixers and the Tobias Howard, uh, Tobias Harris uh, move. Paul George at Kawhi Leonard, of course. This team. It, yeah, is, is Lou Williams coming piece, off the bench. Yeah, uh, Montreal, uh Harold, This is a, this is a good team, and Lou Williams coming off the bench. Which of these squads do you like, man?
0: It's uh, the battle of. That's what we're saying. It's a civil war, man. It's a battle. It's the L.A. man. It's the uh, if only the Lakers out red, it would be the Chris versus the blood or something, man. <laughs> it's just an inner city battle, man. And the funny thing is they 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 they're battling the same house, man. It's a sibling warfare. Who's gonna battle for LA? And right now, until something's changed, the king, the king, the king is still the king. Oh, you sticking with the king? Now, right now, the king is still the king, man. The, right now, look, um, quiet is disrespecting, Big disrespecting. I'm talking about he's big, big disrespecting the king. And we're going to see what Mr. Wakanda is made out of. Because for the first time, he's going to be the point guard leading AD, Boogie, and LeBron is going to be the point. Mr. Showtime. So it, it's the king. It's, he's, what made LeBron great is his IQ, being the point guard. And he gets to be what he is. And let's see. And I think the king is just, he has to. This is one of those situations you have to this what makes you the goat instead of that dumb shit he said this what made me the greatest of all time he wins this going through qua his nemesis this is what will make him be especially from the debacle and the embarrassment from last year he went through this will be what makes LeBron the greatest of all time.
1: Well, and it's it's pure uh, like the novel sort of character art great hero of this, too, is that this is all LeBron's fault anyway. Because of his decision to go to South Beach and put together a super team, he starts players putting together teams that want to play together. And, you know, I'm going to be on that team. You, you and me, we'll meet up over here. We'll play here. That eventually has led to Kawhi coming to town and putting his own fucking team together to take on LeBron's squad at this Civil War in L.A. I I love the idea of LeBron at point guard, too. I've seen what he can do with the ball, his IQ. In a Showtime Lakers... He could look like Magic Johnson exactly. out there. This is really could put a great show on uh, at the Staples Center. Meanwhile, Kawhi is just going to be a goddamn robot, and you <laughs> know that he's going to go out there and, and be efficient and and clean and uh, and that going to be great to watch. This is the best NBA season we've had in a while uh, going into because we don't know what's going to happen. Absolutely, for the first time in a long time, I'm not going into the
0: NBA waiting for the off season.
1: Okay, so next next ripple effect from this I want to talk about is uh, I, we got to talk about Toronto because they're the other team affected by this uh, they they bet everything on Kawhi Leonard last year. They knew he was a rental for a year. They hoped he would stay. Their fans hoped he would stay. Uh, we talked to the Waterboy last year and said, if he leaves, is it worth it? He said it would be. He, he said absolutely yeah, worth it. He's saying it's still worth it now. If you've seen his video out there, our buddy uh, Luca Rosano at the Waterboy Report on YouTube, go check him out. He's a, a great video. I watched, his, I watched his reaction video to this. Great video to it. Uh, this kind of leaves Toronto... In the lurch. Now they have a a, a burgeoning superstar in Pascal Siakam. Uh, they've still got Kyle Lowry, but this kind of takes them out. Th- is this a one and done? One and
0: done, man. Like I said, just like John Calipari, just like Kawhi. It's just, it feels good. Let them go. You're going to remember this for the rest of their lives, whoever is living, whoever is not even born yet. they are going to be stories to tell about the great cornrow sniper that came in, you know, like a sword, just came in so quick. But guess what? He brought us something nobody else in ever in our country, in any sport that anybody cares about have ever done. So, in a sense, it was worth it. It was worth every inch, every pain, every, every, everything. And you know what? They will do it again.
1: Yeah, what's that that, uh, uh, stadium up there hold 17,000, 18,000 people? Ten years from now, 152,000 people will have seen that four-bounce shot uh, that beats the Sixers, you know what I mean? Like, I was there! I saw the fourth bounce, and then he went on to win. Uh, yeah, this totally worth it. They should have done it. They should do it again. They have the opportunity. Uh, championships are fleeting. If you got a shot at a parade, you fucking take it mm-hmm. and you appreciate it when you get it. Uh, you're not the Patriots. Just, uh, just appreciate it while it's there and and go from there. Um, so Toronto, uh, do you see them staying? No, they're one and
0: done. I mean, they're gonna be a fight. They're, I'll be back they're next respectable. Year. They're good organization. I mean, front office. Right? Every team, if you have a great front office, you have a um. Uh, a competent front office, you're always gonna be, um, uh, you're always gonna be in the mix in a sense. You're always gonna be a playoff contender. You're always gonna be in the end crowd. Just like Portland, just like any organization, you have a competent front office. You're always gonna make good decisions, and you're gonna be in a position to be successful. So the Raptors will still be in positions to be successful, even though I don't see them being in position to be a championship team.
1: No, I agree. I don't think they're. Uh, I don't think they're a threat next year to uh, to have another parade, but they'll probably make the playoffs uh, in the East. Uh, it's a very good possibility that Toronto can put together uh, a team that at least gets a seven or eight seed mm-hmm. or or makes a run at it. This is a team that will suffer a down year, but will be back. I mean, this is a especially if they get some draft picks uh, uh, to go with it. Okay, so next ripple effect after Toronto is the other big ripple on this is Oklahoma City. Uh, this uh, is an instant reboot uh for oklahoma city and uh i guess kudos to sam presti for for moving uh, paul george when paul george said to be moved and not only for that they got a haul like la gave up the bank to uh to to get paul george now again you do it if you can because you're not gonna they got a stacked team as it is they got a lot of young talent uh but they gave up here's what oklahoma city got for paul george Miami's 2021 uh, first round, uh, LA's 2022. Miami's a uh, top 14 protected 2023. 20, uh, they got a pick swap in 2023. They got a 20, uh, 2024 unprotected from the Clippers. They got a 25 pick swap. They got a, a 26 unprotected from the Clippers. They got Shai Gilgeous Alexander and uh, Danilo Gallinari. And uh, 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 Shai Gilgeous Alexander is a hell of a player. That's a that's a guy you can build around going forward. Uh, but it's it's instant reboot. Instant. They got everything other
0: than the L.A. Coliseum, yeah, basically. Everything about the, the the Staples Center, basically.
1: They said, <laughs> you, "Right, we're keeping our players, but you can have everything else." Steve Ballmer was like, "Do you want a Windows update? Isn't I can just right? fucking throw it in."
0: What do you need? You need? Yeah, you add Microsoft um, stocks in that too.
1: You want an Xbox? <laughs> I got them. Uh, New. Uh, so this is this is instant process, no tank needed uh, for 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 OKC. That said, that leaves russell westbrook in a lurch because uh, it was russ and paul george last year signed that what three four year deal he's supposed to be staying there all of a sudden he's gone it's now uh, it's russ flying solo which let's be honest is how russ wants uh, to russ, be anyway. uh, they already
0: but, made a mutual agreement like they're gonna party ways it's just a matter of time
1: it looks like uh westbrook is gonna be on his way out and it will be a down year in oklahoma city and first thing i'd like to say is um Fuck that team Because uh, we live here in Seattle And uh, we watch this uh, the Sonics get ripped from, from the heart of this city uh, By the lying, thieving, cheating bastards That are Clay Bennett and David Stern And uh, and go to I'm glad they never won a title I'm glad their team is going to suck Russell Westbrook is the, the last good thing on that team And he was a Sonics draft pick uh, he never played here, never, never played in the uniform, here, yep. but was a Sonics draft pick, uh, and I'm glad he's gone. Let the curse of the Sonics never be lifted uh, <laughs> from Clay Bennett and, and and the Oklahoma City Thunder. That said, this is instant process, and it's actually pretty good. This I, I was looking at this. Guru, I think this is a gift for the Oklahoma City yeah, Thunder. Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. Lady Luck struck him nice in OKC, man. You know, this is – you see it coming. You see the windows already being shut. Uh, and, and this, it was going to be emotional. You know, it was going to be, a, it was going to be an ugly disperse and separation, or divorce, in a sense. But this made it kind of more who made it easy for everyone and so it's a mutual situation hey we know we hit our peak we're done now we're on a decline so it's time for both parties to move on you guys are older you know you might want to do different things it's fine let's just move on call it a day uh and i love what i'm um, saying pressy did you know as a non-destination small market organization you have to build buy our uh, gathering assets and when you're a small market organization, your biggest asset normally is not the players you have; it's the draft picks. But it's a draft because you have to draft well because for you know the destination spot. So that means you got to get your homegrown guy, like. New Orleans, the Pelicans got Zion in a sense. It's just a rent. Milwaukee got Yanis. I yeah. still believe those are five, six, seven years rental. Eventually, those guys were going to go into a small market team. Even Cleveland had LeBron. LeBron ended up leaving right now. Hometown. Look what we're talking about. was hometown. his hometown. hometown. Exactly, and he left. So at the end of the day, small market team and what Sam Presti realized is you want to get as much assets as possible and the biggest assets and the most value assets you could have as a small draft, um, small Marketing is draft picks
1: yeah there's a uh, there's no way they didn't notice that this offseason in particular as it has over the past ones all of the big free agent names fled to the coast and not only they fled to the coast they fled to the big cities mm. like philly couldn't even get the the draft picks uh couldn't even get that the free agents in they went to miami they went to brooklyn they went to la all the big names went to the coasts uh, uh this year and it's just the way it's going to be and you're absolutely right a team like oklahoma city has to build from within and hope they get a guy like Westbrook who's going to stay with them and says, all right, I'll sign the deal. Mm -hmm. And then they get George to come in. They traded for him, and the fact that he stayed was a goddamn miracle that he signed that other contract uh, to stay with them was a miracle. That's not the way it's going to work for a small market team in the middle of the country anymore.
0: It don't in any side of the country. Look at Charlotte. Look at Kimba. You know, it's yeah, not, right. It's, <laughs> even
1: in, even in the heart of basketball in North Carolina, uh, Kemba Walker gets up and leaves, and uh, and well, they didn't they didn't want to give him. Uh,
0: Still, a small market. You yeah. know, like I see, you know, it's just a small market team. Basically, you have to draft because the only reason why Kemba was there because they draft. You have to draft guys. And Prestige is you think about the NBA draft. The more draft picks you have, is the opportunity. So, for you to get that next Zion Williamson you know, or that next so and so, because you get the whole point is to get that next game-changing player, and if you have 10 first-round draft picks or lottery dra- opportunity draft picks, out of those 10 years, you might get another Zion Williamson or LeBron or any of those situations that comes ahead. Yeah, even a process... Uh,
1: even the process for the Sixers, uh, they had a ton. Oh, then a they got ton. a bunch of draft picks. Yeah, they had a ton of first, uh, first round, early <laughs> draft picks. They got him beaten Simmons.
0: I'm uh, no, uh, But that's
1: exactly it. They got a, 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 a. Oh, geez, I can't even think of his Noel's name. Yeah, Nerlens. Uh, Nerlens uh, Noel, and they got a. Uh, who is the Joel kid? B. They got everyone. Uh, Jaleel Okafor. Okafor. Uh, you know, <laughs> you're gonna get a. Bu- you're gonna get a bust. Uh, or at least you're not gonna get the game changing superstar. The superstar is the hardest thing to get. Which brings us to Russell Westbrook, because Russell Westbrook is 100 percent a superstar. The question is, is he the kind of superstar that can fit on a team? What are the talks about him going? Is Miami to play with Jimmy Butler? And uh, I got to tell you, that is that oh, is man, the soap that's opera. An angry
0: dr- team, dude. I would love. That. That's an angry team. That team is gonna come. Put it like this. They might I mean football term. That'd be one of those. After that game, you're gonna be in the ice bag. You're that's- gonna have an ice bag walking out that arena every time. The next game, if I'm a gambler, whoever they play the next week, they're gonna take an L because <laughs> after that game, <laughs> if those two are together, boy, woo wee! You don't go back to back in those games.
1: No, but that's a uh, that's the team that is uh that they talk about and. I don't know how it would work between the two of them down there, uh, uh, Westbrook and Butler, because those are two guys who both want to have the ball. My question is, do you think Westbrook is going to be a guy who can go to a team and 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 win? I see him as sort of like an Allen Iverson kind of guy that is, he's too ball dominant, you know? Like, and in the modern NBA, like we were talking about with the, the guys on the, on the the on the playground, the modern NBA is not a ball dominant NBA, and I'm not sure Russell Westbrook is going to get a ring anywhere
0: so, not only to so bring about, you said um yeah that's a good point so what about carmelo uh,
1: yes very
0: similar mm-hmm. as
1: the reports today were saying uh mellow wanted 30 if they if he got 20 and one he was pissed off if he got 30 and <laughs> lost he was happy i think it was chauncey billups was saying that mm-hmm. you can't that's not a guy that's going to win a ring you know mm-hmm. like it's just it, you're not going to be able to take that is westbrook
0: yeah I mean it's it got I we have to say yeah because the data is proving that. It's not no if this that. No, it's that it is the factual situation. We can't just say oh could he could he no. He can't. He's been by himself leading that team for how how many years now? You know, even he had uh um Paul George. We know what Westbrook is. At 30 31 now, he's not going to change. He is what he is, you know, because for him to change, it's that means he's not going to be Westbrook.
1: Right, exactly.
0: He's, he's not gonna be Westbrook. We
1: watch him because uh, he he's ball dominant. We watch him because of what he can does, uh, and and in order to keep being Russell Westbrook, he's not a guy that's gonna change his game. He's he's too late to develop like like KD. As uh, you know, he's not he's not gonna he's not gonna. Yeah, because he was
0: always a he was more of an athlete. He was always a, I'm a better athlete than you. It wasn't like I have. What made him great was his athleticism. It was in his basketball acumen, per se. You know, so he didn't have any substitute other than his athleticism, and that's what hindered him. Because now you need a different uh, – you, a, uh, a you need a versatile skill set. You need a versatile skill set. like Even like Dame well, – What Dame basically exposed him. Dame Dollar exposed him in, in the playoff because Dame was just shooting the ball from everywhere. There's nothing Westbrook could do. Westbrook is a great defender, but there's nothing he could do because Dame could spot and shoot up in his new style of basketball anywhere, expose Russell because the only thing Russ could do is try to drive to the basket. Mm -hmm. And now, guess what? You could put the guys in the paint. You can't just drive to the basket. And he don't have a legitimate, consistent pull-up J, in a sense, to get him in his new era of basketball.
1: So where do we go from here for Russell Westbrook? Do, where do you see him going? The big talk is Miami. There's been talk at Houston uh, that he could go down there. I don't see how he gets into Houston without like a swap out for Chris Paul. And there's, that's the stupidest move ever for Oklahoma, unless they can move him in a three-player deal and get some more assets for it. Uh, Minnesota, could he play next to, uh, to Carl Anthony Towns up there in Minnesota, fill in the Butler role there?
0: That might be the the, the, the one. What about
1: what about toronto you know like uh,
0: i think they tried that they did that was was, like myself like nah buddy we don't need all that we the Canadians are nice people, man. <laughs> you know, regardless of what, you know, some of the incident that happened in the finals or whatever. But they're overall nice people. Nice country, man. Maple is maple that, man. You know, so oh, sweet. See all that, like what Westbrook was doing, like one of, the, one of the kids in the stand and one time the kids on the floor tried to grab him and he was all kirking out. So in Canada, man, it's all about love, man. It's all about love, man. And I don't think Westbrook is all about that. Westbrook is all about intensity
1: which, again, makes sense to go to Miami and uh, play with yeah, Jimmy Butler. Yeah, because you get some
0: Latina love over there, man. Maybe all that intensity will calm down a little bit.
1: Maybe Eric Spalester can figure out what to do with him uh, down there, get that, get that together. And Pat Riley, you know Pat Riley loves a guy like Westbrook. Pat yep. Riley sees Westbrook as a superstar and could bring him in. They've got the space. They could do it. And I got to tell you, man, this is the soap opera sideshow that next season needs with all the intensity that we're about to get to. When I ask who you got going forward, uh, for next season, the soap opera that could be Miami with, uh, Westbrook and Butler is, is the, that's what we need as a sideshow for next season. So, so trade him to Miami, Sam, if you're listening and I know you are, uh, you gotta, you gotta trade Russ to, uh, to uh, uh to miami and uh thank you to tell him lestro sent you i've been right about a few things maybe you heard the show earlier uh he needs to go to miami also fuck your team
0: <laughs> you heard that from sammy send that <laughs>
1: check sammy send that check all right guru so let's get uh the final turn here on this because we've been talking about this forever we, we could go on even more is is uh this postseason turned out to be no super teams We got a bunch of super duos, though, and it seems like the Western Conference is stacked and the Eastern Conference is good, but both feel, like, wide open for the first time. So I want to ask you about a couple of duos. What duos do you like here? Because I I jotted down a few ideas here. The big ones are, of course, LeBron and AD, Kawhi and PG-13, Harden and Paul, Durant and Kyrie, which we're not going to see next year, but let's not forget that Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving teamed up in Brooklyn, uh, uh, and that's going to change things there. We still got Embiid and Simmons. Uh, and Simmons getting the big money contract down in Philly. They're going to be there a while. Curry and Thompson, the Splash Brothers out uh, in in Golden State, and if Thompson's not there, they got uh, D'Angelo. D'Angelo. At- Lillard McCollum, uh Giannis and Chris Middleton, uh, Go and Mitchell, and some of these guys got uh guys man, with them. That's the whole league. Man. everybody's got a power duo at this point. And then some of these teams like Lillard McCollum's got Jokic with him if he's healthy, that changes that. Let's not forget they made the Western Conference Finals. And has got Tobias Harris and Al Horford. Uh Curry and Thompson's got Draymond Green with them. I mean, which of these duos do you like? Who do you want? Who do you want on your squad? I mean, Obviously, you got John Wall.
0: but Yeah, yeah. And with this one, as as close as it is, it's, it's a two-headed race, just like everything else. A.D. LeBron versus, if at least we're talking about this year, uh, coming up, this upcoming year, and Kawhi and PG-13. And right now, just the fact that the king, like I said, the king have to, this is one of them put up, this is why, this is those moments while you're the king, this is one of those moments where like, oh, my God, this is a great – that The disrespect that's happening. Because if quiet defeat him, it's over. It's TKO for the king. There is no more. It's the former king. So that's why what they say, the heart of a champion. Even they quoted that in one of the tweets during the playoff. You know, when Golden State won a game. When it is supposed to. The heart of a champion. So the heart of a kingdom in which the kingdom is in separation right now. And I think LeBron and AD, because LeBron is going to be the point, going to be the Magic Johnson. He's going to showcase all of LeBron's, what he's great at, is going to be showcased in the in L.A. And like I said, he knows when he's away, guess what? Kawhi's in L.A. You know, because the way it's set up. Every time he's not there, Kawhi's there. Or when he's there, Kawhi's not there. So it's like, hello, until they play each other. So, number one, LeBron. King James still going for the throne. He's still the king till Kawhi beat him.
1: I think I gotta agree with you. If you're gonna pick a duo, it's gotta be the one with two of the top five players in it. You know, like and not only that, they're the tallest. <laughs> I don't know. It's Philly might have them on that with Oh uh, man, with uh, Embiid yeah, and uh, yeah, Embiid yeah, and Simmons true. got that's a lot true. of length on that team as well. Uh, I uh, I think Simmons I Simmons taller than LeBron. Uh, Geez, I don't actually know. I think it's like six yeah. ten. Uh, I think they're close. Yeah, and then a B um, What's name? And uh, AD, they're, they're about the same Sam. too. Yeah. yeah. See, that's I. I'm excited. This season is one thing, but uh, next season, the free agency market coming out in 2020 isn't nearly what it was this year. Uh, and so I think we got two years of what we're looking at. I think we're setting up for two years at least of what we're going to watch between mm-hmm. these teams setting up, and. Next year is even more exciting with Durant and Irving uh, uh, in in Brooklyn, and another another year older of them beating Simmons and Simmons in Philly playing together and and getting their shit together there. So, so from here, Guru, then the question becomes who you got, and I want to know uh, at both conferences and then and then title. Let's talk about about the way it's set up right now. Uh, the new league we're dealing with a whole new league. Almost nothing matters from from last year. Who do you like? I'll tell you. The Clippers have the best odds. They are the uh, they are your your early season favorite going in. No questions asked. Three to one. Here are the odds: Clippers, Bucks, Lakers, Sixers, Warriors, Rockets, Jazz. Those are your top ones. Uh, Clip at three to one. Bucks at nine to two. Lakers five to one. Philly eight to one. Golden State twelve to one. Even without Thompson, uh, Golden State twelve to one, and the Rockets twelve to one as well. Who do you like in each conference?
0: The King, LeBron. Taking LeBron in the West. I take LeBron in the West. Take LeBron in the West, and the East is gonna be is gonna be a challenge. Well, the East is also and remade. I'm, and I'm gonna stick what I've been saying for for two years. It's gonna be a year and a half now. I like the Sixers. I said it in the preseason. I mean earlier. I think the six. This is the Sixers. Their makeup of it. They went through the whole process. It's the two levels to the process: getting the players in that, and then the process of going through the pain of the, of the playoffs and going through the heartaches and overcoming those. And I see. I, I think this the Sixers at that point now. They're at that stage where it's all right. We've been through the heart, the, the heart, the the pain, the hurt. Now it's time to get the reward because of what the journey is. It's just. I just think the Sixers are at that point. They're the closest team. Milwaukee's close. Now they're going through what the Sixers been going through, you know, uh, as far as that pain. So with them losing the way they lost with the four bounce, that should be – uh, they should have that in their mind going into the offseason, and I think that's that's why I think they're going to use that momentum going into their, their playoff because that's always going to be in your mind. I don't want to be in that situation again because that was the – they were four bounce in a way in a sense of getting an opportunity to play in the finals.
1: Well, you, you know, Guru, you put me on the spot here. I'm not prepared to talk about the uh, Sixers.
0: Oh, no, absolutely not.
1: No, I think uh, I think that the team they put together uh, going forward, I think they got a real shot. You're right. They were four bounces away from from beating the Raptors, as, as far as I'm concerned, and I think they would have beaten the Bucs. The Bucs have changed uh, their team around. They lose Eric Brogdon, who goes to the Pacers, and I think that's a huge loss for them, even though they pay Chris Middleton. That is a that is a major loss for them. Meanwhile, the Celtics lose Kyrie, pull on Kemba. That could be real interesting up there. Kemba and Tatum, that's a duo we didn't talk about but uh, it's only because I didn't want to elevate Tatum to that level not yet. yet not yet but it, that's one that could explode up there Sixers also though uh get Horford on theirs they fixed their they, they sort of learned what their problems were this year and go yeah, forward
0: Horford had um number four. now it's like the guy out you can't beat him Jordan.
1: no but the other team here that I think we're all sleeping on and if I was going to put some money just to have some on the long shot that I like I like the Pacers, actually. I, I, I see the Pacers Oladipo. making the Eastern. The, the, yeah, Oladipo coming back uh, with uh, with Brogdon out there. I call him Eric. It's Malcolm Brogdon. Malcolm, Malcolm. Malcolm Brogdon uh, over there. They got TJ McConnell, and that's the secret sauce as far as I'm concerned. Uh, I like that Pacers team, man. When Oladipo went down last year, they really showed heart staying in the race. That's, they yeah. only fell out of the uh, the home court advantage at the end of, of the season and then lost basically because of the home court advantage uh, that they didn't have.
0: I like that pick, man. That is,
1: I think that's a sneaky pick for the conference finals. I think it's Sixers and Pacers in the Eastern Conference Final, and my heart tells me to pick the Pacers so that the Sixers will win it and prove me wrong because I'll be rooting my ass off for the Sixers. But I think the Sixers' window is bigger, and I think they've got uh, the longer shot. Uh, but, again, next year the net's coming up. I coming can in. See,
0: I'll tell you the truth. I could see the Pacers in the East kind of remind me of Denver because I think Old Deeper is gonna be so excited and then they're just gonna overachieve in a regular season, just the fact him missing the whole year of basketball, he wants to play whole, and he's gonna put a lot of energy in the regular season rather, just because he missed the old season. So I could see them having one of them Atlanta Hawks, those fool's gold number one seed type of teams, but really they're, they're really a five or six seed, but just the fact that they bust and they didn't do no load management, yeah, bust it in the regular bread. season. Exactly.
1: Those Toronto teams from three years exactly. ago. You know, like I, I can see, see that. I can see the Pacers pulling that off. Yep. Now the West, the West is just stacked because we've got all of the teams that made the playoffs last year, minus the Oklahoma City Thunder.
0: But that's it. The plus La- the Lakers. Plus the Lakers. The Lakers come in and replace OKC.
1: Uh yeah, so now you've still got to talk about uh Denver. Denver is a uh, 16 to 1. You got Utah who picks up Mike Connolly to go with uh to go with Mitchell and Gobert. Uh they're they've now got a, a 14 to 1. The Rockets are still the Rockets. Uh and I don't believe in the Rockets in the playoffs anymore until I can see them do it. Uh the Warriors are still 12 to 1 cuz they've Dan still Anthony's got
0: Anthony's the Andy Reid of basketball.
1: Yeah, that's exactly. <laughs> it. That, you, you, that, that's perfect actually. <laughs> And then there's pop and the and the and the uh, the Spurs. I, I'm never going to count out to make their way into the playoffs. So I don't know where to go on this one. I think it's L.A. versus the field, and uh, I usually like to take the field in this. But um, the
0: field includes another L.A.
1: No, no. I think it's it's the two the L.A. teams LA. Okay. versus the field yeah. in this, uh, and I usually like to take the field. But I think it's one of the L.A. teams, and uh, I think I think it might be the Lakers' year, as much as I don't want it to be, as much as uh, I'd love for that not to work out for that team. I think uh, I think you're right it's the Lakers here uh to get that but if it's not the Lakers I think it's the Clippers I think uh I think if we're talking about Portland I think they had a shot last year and I don't think they're gonna make that run again no. I think that's a magic run uh and helps to get past the Oklahoma City Thunder who aren't gonna be there uh so I don't know I think it's uh I think it's LA's to lose. Uh, I think we're looking at probably. I hope it's LA Philly, but it could be uh, LA, LA, Indiana, or yeah, one of those teams sneak in. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I see that. Uh, LA, Boston, uh, LA, Philly, or LA, um, uh, Brooklyn. Really.
1: All right, Guru, we got to get off this NBA for a while. Uh, who are you taking to win the championship, though? Praed in LA.
0: Yeah, purple it's and gold in L.A. I pull like that. It's L.A. It's
1: a parade in L.A. I'm yep. not picking a color for it yet. We'll see. Uh, we'll so, if
0: any of the L.A. team was with the other team that don't win it, could they go in the parade? Are they, uh,
1: you know? That question is: Would the fans be there? Uh, <laughs> would you see? Would you see, uh, would you see? LeBron cheering on Kawhi? Yeah, on the, no, i right by, like <laughs> waving from a lamp post.
0: If I was LeBron, I'm like, I fly my jet up that bullshit.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, i right? gonna like, be right? like,
0: I'm gonna ruin this parade. Fly that jet, be like King Jay with a jet that says. King James, bitches. <laughs>
1: We're filming Space Jam 2 today. I need all three of your fucking star players on the set. Okay, uh so guru, we got we went way long on that. So let's uh let me take a break right here and get uh, get some of the plugs in. Trash Talk Radio and Trash Talk brought to you by WorldEsports Network.com. World of Sports Network connecting the world through the sports we love. Head on over to YouTube and search for World of Sports Network and click subscribe. We got all the great uh, Trash Talk Radio content, all kinds of other great content uh, for you uh, as well. So click subscribe. You can find Trash Talk Radio anywhere you can find podcasts. We are on uh, Apple. We are on Google. We are on Spotify. Do us a favor. Leave us a review. Uh, share it with your friends. Uh, tell us how we're doing. Uh, make sure you go over to the thewozenshop.com. That's W O S N Shop.com for all kinds of great Trash Talk Radio and uh, and uh, World of Sports Network merchandise. We got shirts. We got hats. We got everything. Everything you're going to look for we got stuff that's gonna surprise you over there in fact and every now and again we got a, we got the guru's thoughts long form also on the woven sports site when he gets when he gets down otherwise you can find the guru every day on Instagram at gurus film room gurus his football's coming up It's uh, got a new look and he's getting even a, a little deeper as we go gurus film room it's just his thoughts it's just his thoughts One more time for the people in the cheap seats, it's TrashTalkRadio.com. And Guru, tell them what that hashtag is. And
0: that's 10K 4 TTR.
1: All right, Guru, we spent a shit ton of time talking about the NBA because, of course, it is everywhere right now. But before we get to the two-minute drill, we would be remiss if we did not talk about the World Cup champion U.S. Women's National Team. Congratulations, go out to the back-to-back World Cup champion. Dude, don't, I love it. Leslie? you know I've been
0: paying so much attention, but what really strike me, man, did you see what damn Europe tried to send? Man, Europe sent everyone through against the US, man. They sent France. They send the Netherlands. They send we went Spain. to England. They spend England. I mean, the whole Europe and the only thing that was missing was Germany. They were like, they send the whole best team. The Europe tried their best of all best. But you know what the U.S. said? With swagging. we were sipping our tea with the pinky up, baby. That's what we're doing. We're scoring goals after goals after goals after goals. And putting the two fingers. What makes the U.S. so famous, baby? The two fingers. Fingers, middle finger that every country in the world know what that means the two fingers for so every european country baby back to back fingers
1: <laughs> yeah this team went in cocky as all hell i would say not cocky but confident, confident. and a little bit arrogant and when they're out there in that they opening. Went
0: american confidence very and much every
1: other person in the world might say cocky
0: but that's american confidence yeah
1: they went in swagging on this one they knew they were the best team those opening games they were winning 13 nothing 7 nothing on the ninth goal they're still celebrating getting shit for it but they backed it up everywhere through here the u.s national team uh did not trail this entire world cup tournament they did not trail the entire tournament they were either tied at zero or they led for the entire damn thing this is an incredible uh performance by the team not only that but uh, uh, Megan Rapino uh, of the U.S. national team got the Golden Boot and Golden Ball award uh, as sort of the the highest scorer and the MVP, and she missed a damn game, and she was still the highest scorer in the tournament. Uh, just an incredible performance uh, uh, from the women's national team, and and President Pino, uh, new President uh, 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 Megan Rapino, who uh, essentially shut down uh, the, the 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 Fox set uh, when in the beginning, when the president they said we're not going to go. To the white house and the president said well you're big talker you gotta win, you gotta first. win. they fucking won they just uh, shove it that's a middle fingers to everybody uh i loved watching the celebrations uh, in the locker room of the uh the women's national team just getting rowdy and and having a blast great uh great time to watch great uh great team great tournament great celebration so much fun to watch. I imagine if you weren't an American, it probably wasn't as much fun. But I also imagine the most of our listeners were. And it was a lot of fun. Let's go. Sip <laughs> it with the pinky up. But Guru, this is now eight Women's World Cups. Four of them. Four are, are now Americans. including yes. The back-to-back.
0: And you know what, Lesho? I love my U.S. Women National. I love you all to death, and I can't wait for next four years because after today, we ain't going to say shit about them beautiful, beautiful, <laughs> great ladies for all what they accomplished. We're moving on to the next four years, baby. Right, now, we'll see on it, to two the years. next one. We'll it, see
1: you two years in the Olympics. We'll talk about oh, it Oh, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. We'll give them a little Olympics love. But on to the next one, man. Appreciate the U.S. Women National soccer team.
1: But the legacy of this team, let's uh, <laughs> let's not forget and let's not uh, not, not diminish, of course. Uh, we're joking. We do, we're not going to follow women's soccer uh, uh, here not only we yeah it is but uh
0: america won't
1: but i know that the game is sold out down here in seattle when megan rapinoe comes back to the uh back to Damn the rain right. the, the fc
0: got, hell yeah man we gotta give a parade for megan baby let's go
1: guru one more thing on this uh equal pay i loved hearing them chant uh the equal pay at the uh, as as the americans got their trophy all for it uh pay the women pay these women uh the, the right amount of money and before I
0: one more last thing, I gotta say this, man, because the US men's soccer team lost to Mexico and Chicago and Copa de America. So I you know what? I don't even know why we even sending a man over there to play our Mexican partners, man. Let's send the US women national team against you know when we need a soccer finals. Forget the men. Let's send the ladies. They're the best squad we have. Why not why why we wasting our time with the men's damage? Send them damn ladies out there, let them represent us, man. Ballsy.
1: I like that, Guru. I think uh, for the next uh, men's World Cup, let's send the women's send team. The woman, we got man. a better
0: and shot. Then we send a man to, uh, for, to play the woman. Yeah, man. switch them
1: up. We got a better shot with the women's team to win the uh, the men's World Cup. Get a, finally a World Cup on the men's side here. Uh, let the women win it and bring it home for us. Uh, but, but but pay these women obviously and one uh, once again congratulations amazing uh, performance and shout out to the women's national team uh, everybody rallying behind them uh, except the president of course because he's a dick uh, and uh, everybody rallying behind them and all hail president uh, president Rapino uh, and 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 welcome back and come back and celebrate just a a great time to watch a, a great tournament shout out to the uh, to the U.S. women's national team. <laughs> All right, Guru, and we are uh, with that. We are running out of time here on Trash Talk Radio, but we got a little time left. You, uh, you want to do a two-minute drill? Let's do this. All right, here's how we play the two-minute drill here on Trash Talk Radio. This is our chance to talk about all the things we didn't get to in the show this week. I put two minutes on the clock, and I start lobbing questions at the Guru. Guru, are you ready? Let's go. Here we go. All right, let's stay right on that uh, on that U.S. women's national team to start off with. I saw a thing that said the greatest power couple was uh, Zach and Julie Ertz. I think the greatest power couple in sports right now is Sue Bird and Megan Rapinoe. Uh, Guru, what do you think? I absolutely think so,
0: man. It's all about Sue and Megan. It's not A-Rod. It's not Danica Patrick. No, 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 buddy. It's all about our homegrown Seattle lights over here, man. They win championships. They win international championship, not domestic championship. They have that too, but they double up and get international. No other couple could say that. The Hurts, you got one international, but you don't have two, damn it.
1: That's right. You got the. Uh, you may have a Super Bowl champion in Zach Ertz, but we got a WNBA champion in Sue Bird, and she's got a bunch of gold medals, and they've got a golden boot. Uh, I uh, absolutely 100 Sue Bird Meg Rapino, the uh, Beyonce and Jay Z of sports couples. All right, we are in a lull in the sports week, actually, uh, sports world this week because the uh, baseball All Star break is going on. We had a, an amazing home run derby and a good All Star game. Uh, Guru, did you watch it? No,
0: and I, I got a beat with the damn Major League Baseball, man. What Organization have a festive, or when you want to showcase on a mother freaking weeknight, man. A Tuesday, on um, well, a Tuesday. What the hell, man? What do you think I'm gonna be watching a, a All Star game on a weekend? It's called the whole weekend, man. Baseball got this backwards. This ended 1920s, dog. We start that shit Saturday and Sunday. Friday night, you start with the little. Old people versus the new young people,
1: Saturday at the Home Run Derby, Sunday the motherfucking game, dog. You know, I, I never thought of this until you mentioned it earlier. You are absolutely fucking right. Every other sport does it on a weekend. Baseball's arrogance is like, we'll put on a Tuesday. Why aren't people watching? It was on a fucking Tuesday. Tuesday. The Lorette was on, dog. The <laughs> Lorette,
0: man. You think I'm trying to see some man hitting some ball? No, nah, I don't see some man
1: trying to kiss on some ladies, dog. all right horn went off i'm gonna keep going here because i got a couple more questions uh kd and lebron back to the nba they are switching numbers uh kd uh lebron giving his number 23 to ad and going back to his number with the heat number six uh kd going from 35 to i think he said seven what do you think of this KD,
0: you killing me, man! All the street turns we all know in the streets, especially coming from the DC area, man. We want a trade five, we want a KD. That's a three point five. When we ask for something, when we said a KD, we don't even gotta say the three point five. Now you gonna mess everything up? Now want a seven G? Nah, man. The price just went up the price just went up instead of 3.5 <laughs> and I gotta get a 17 man if y'all know in the streets man that's a couple of dollars above man I
1: see you KD that was an angle I never saw going <laughs> I'm not gonna lie that caught me. <laughs> That one got me. I just want to say, I think it's stupid, KD. Uh, LeBron, do what you're going to do. You're going to sell jerseys anyway. Uh, give him the number 23. Uh, I think it's stupid for KD, whose uh, foundation is called 35 Ventures. You named your company 35 Ventures and 3. announced. 3.5, baby. You don't know about the street turns, man. Damn you. Hey, speaking of the NBA, uh, Adam Silver, that mad fucking genius, is keeping us watching with the uh, the summer league out there in Vegas. Guru, you watching the summer league? No. What? But you know why I'm not watching it? I am. Because I'm watching Instagram. That's all I care about. I care about
0: the highlights, man. I don't want to watch no damn summer league, man. Hell no. Did you see that Jackson Holmes slam? Damn right, I saw you the highlights, but see, I ain't watched the damn game. Did Zion rip the ball did, away? Did you see the game? No,
1: no, Exactly. I watch so the Sixers game. It's about no
0: damn summer league. It's the summer man. You know what that means? I gotta take my baby somewhere, man. You see even the NBA superstars go out there and chill. It's the summertime and so relax, man the hell watching no damn
1: summer league. I love the summer league, man. I think it's fantastic. I will watch it every year. Alright, uh, and I don't know where the fuck it came from. I learned it during the process and now everybody seems to have to watch it. It's a it's a must. One more NBA question. They are going to allow coaches' challenges. They're going to let them throw a flag, a red flag oh in the NBA on fouls, out of bounds, and goaltending. Your thoughts? Oh my gosh, NFL. What have you
0: done? It's NBA, yeah. I know. What have you done to the to the sporting world? Not the in whole in world. suck, soccer, they got a VAR the system. fucking in baseball. They got to throw the flag. Like, come uh, on, man. They see, look, NBA better watch out because if you throw the fly the wrong way, you could blind a motherfucker. <laughs> I've seen that happen, man. i seen that happen. You throw the fly the wrong way, we had and that. you
1: blind a fucking dude, man. We had Zeus, had that. rest in peace, big Zeus, man. We had that in our stupid injury game uh, <laughs> uh, last year. Uh, you know, I, uh, I, I – Think it's a good idea to allow them to throw it on some things. The idea that they can throw oh, it on fouls M- is NBA, fucking crazy. NBA
0: guys are crazy. They punch the referees. They throw things. They bump. What is they taking flag? I've seen Chris Paul just, you know, what I'm saying chest bunker referee, man. One of them guys, man. I could just see one, uh, one of them crazy dudes like. Um, the, the New Orleans got big cousin, take that flag and just like, I'm challenged that shit to hit him rough out the back of his head. It, Draymond Green got a hold of that flag. I'll
1: tell you, the one I want to watch throw it is Pop, though. I can't wait to see Pop throw a flag for the first if time. And when he throw it on the
0: hand, oh man, oh, if they throw that shit on the hand, it is the Belichick. You know how Belichick. Well, does. I me. Mean,
1: Kerr, I think, is just going to drop it out of his pocket. Like, <laughs> yeah, clunk. I dropped the flag uh, for that. All right, uh, final question here, Guru. As we are running out of time tonight, while we are recording, was the uh, was the S B Awards? Uh, I don't care about the S B Awards. Do you care about the S yes, B Awards?
0: Why? I care about the SB's award, man, because one, it's one of the few awards show that just it just provide bringing you so many different diverse people of skill set, not only entertainers, uh, but, you know, athletes from around the world and the globe. I, and, 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 like I said, the entertainers, musicians, artists all come to in one place because af, uh, sports bring the world, bring everything together. It's a microcosm of the world. So, I love the SPs because we get to see, uh, you know, like the Michael Phelps type of situation. We get to see uh, the U.S. World National Team with Sue Bird and Megan. Now, we get to see all those in one Vicinity, and that's that's just beautiful and lovely because you get to see excellence all in one in one room. So yeah, and it brings
1: the celebrities into when they're panning around that audience, and they're going from you know, and et- the celebrities just yeah. start being fans. You know, you see yeah, it from exactly. a different
0: rate, from a different eye point. So they actually are. You know, I'm like there are normal people like us who watch the game they as well watch sports
1: now I say I don't care about the ESPYs I will read who wins what and I heard a couple of the speeches earlier and uh, and they're good to hear it's nice to hear some of those uh, glad to give them the platform I just don't care about award shows I, I think you know I watch the Grammys for the performances because I'm a musician uh, that's that that's mm. the difference to me is I want to see I want to see them perform but uh, the question is uh, this year uh, they had uh, Tracy Morgan host who would you have host uh, your award Steve show? motherfucking Harvey man Steve Harvey going to host everything. Hell, if he's
0: alive, he's going to host my funeral. Steve Harvey hosts my wedding. He hosts every damn thing, man.
1: Steve bald-ass Harvey, man. The correct answer is Lestro. You want Lestro to host the SB's girls. Lestro hosting the SB's next yeah. year. After Steve Harvey, Lestro, <laughs> <so>, man. <laughs> you can't get Steve on. I promise to read the
0: right Miss America. If he, Steve Harvey found no way, you don't pick up that call mad dad is gonna be Lester. It's a Lester Holloway. You know? If, and then... If, if, if Kwai signs somewhere, we gonna get
1: you boogie. And then... <laughs> I'll know, because I'm the, the Vulcan Whisperer. And that is our show for this week on Trash Dog Radio. You can find us on Facebook. You can find us on uh, on, uh, on Twitter. But the best place to find us is at TrashTalkRadio.com. Make sure you head over to the, the YouTube page and search for World of Sports Network and subscribe there. Leave, uh, leave us a review on, on the iTunes, on the Google, on the Spotify. If you're looking for Guru, he is on Instagram every day at Guru's Film Room. It's just his thoughts. Just his thoughts at Guru's Film Room. Until next time, my name is Lestro.
0: And it's the G to the U to the R to the
1: U. Thanks for listening. Ciao.
0: We want a trade five. We want a KD. That's a 3.5. When we ask for something, when we said a KD, we don't even got to say it 3.5. Now you're going to mess everything up.